the man. He's got a Midas touch, I guess, when it comes to chart of the day. Our Bloomberg Stocks columnist, Dave Wilson. Right I'd like now. to think so. Anyhow, I mean, I'll leave <laughs> yes, it to you, you to be do. the judge. Yes, you do. Tell us, uh, you're talking about gold today. Yeah, and, and it's a matter of uh, what currency your finger is denominated in, you might say. I know it's a bit of a stretch, but <laughs> hear me out. You know, we, we've seen gold uh, have a pretty decent year so far. I mean, through Friday, the metals price was up 13%. But bear in mind, gold worldwide priced in dollars, traded in dollars. So really, a part of that increase is what's happening with the value of the dollar. And it's something that Rich Bernstein brought up in a recent report. I kind of went back and looked at it. Uh, he's the... Uh, Chief Executive and Chief Investment Officer at uh, Richard Bernstein Advisors. Yes, the firm he started after he left uh, Bank yeah. of America Merrill Lynch, yeah. where he was a strategist for some time. And he points out that if you look at gold priced in euros, you don't see anything like the kind of performance. In fact, uh, when I looked at the end of last week, gold was actually down for the year in euros. And then I went on from there and looked at yen and Swiss francs and British pounds and Australian dollars. Now, in those currencies, gold's up, but not as much as it is in dollars. So, you know, for Bernstein, it's uh, kind of a sign of the riskiness that people associate with the U.S. at this point. You know, the, the idea that the falling value of the currency is sort of representative of bigger issues. At least that's the way he sees it. If you want to know more, folks, send me an email. I'll get you the chart, the explanation that goes with it, and everything I do going forward. The email address is dwilson at bloomberg.net. That's dwilson at bloomberg.net. One follow-up, if I may. So gold's biggest gains lately going to dollar-based investors, and Rich Bernstein says that's a bad sign. What's he worried about? Well, I mean, he's worried about, you know, what is it that's bringing on the, uh, the dollar's uh, weakness, in essence. That's sort of at the heart of it. And he's just mm. using gold as sort of his measuring point uh, in terms of uh, what's out there. Because let's face it, I mean— you know, historically, it's been uh, a place to hide for investors when things aren't looking so good. So the idea right. that you, you'd get more demand, you'd get higher prices in dollars, well, that, that has to leave you wondering about, well, what are the risks at this point? Ah, I got it. Okay, Dave Wilson, Stocks Editor at Bloomberg News. He's going to stick around. Carl Riccadonna, Chief U.S. Economist at Bloomberg Intelligence, our in-house group of analysts also in our New York studio. Uh, we got some economic data points. I don't know that they're that important. Yeah, it's kind of a mid-grade uh, mid uh, week in terms of economic data. But I think what will be more instructive is the Fed speak, uh, mm -hmm. as they highlighted in the intro to the segment that we've heard from uh, Chicago Fed. Fed President Evans uh, earlier today, and also Bill Dudley of the New York Fed, uh, sending a very different signal about inflation, right? Whether we continue normalizing interest rates or not is going to boil down to whether we get a rebound in inflation. And President Dudley out of New York uh, saying uh, he sees these transitory factors uh, fading relatively soon, which should push inflation up. Uh, 
President uh, Evans out of Chicago uh, much more dovish and uh, wondering if there is something uh, more nefarious at play uh, holding down inflation pressure. So that being said, with all of these vacancies at the Fed, right. uh, Janet Yellen's going to have a tough sell at that December meeting if we don't start to see some turnaround in the inflation numbers. And just one final footnote to she this. She does say it's a mystery. It's a it's a mystery. It's my favorite line of that. It's a mystery. It's idiosyncratic. It's transitory. It's not transitory. We're hearing uh, what I'll say is a, a confusing, noisy signal from Fed policymakers. So initially, at the beginning of the year, they really wrote off that uh, inflation weakness as being a transitory development, mm-hmm. and now they're starting to ask more deeper philosophical uh, philosophical questions about uh, whether or not something. Uh, 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 more problematic is at play. Well, Carl, it's like when does transitory become not transitory? Like, what, what is what is the demarcation that says, okay, folks, yeah, it's been I, around I, for I a while. I think when you get to the three, four, and five month marks, then you have to start wondering whether it's not transitory. And even Governor Brainerd, uh, who spoke uh, recently, uh, was taking the same notion that uh, even if we look at year on year rates, so twelve month changes, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, you know you're not you're still seeing weak inflation numbers, which tells you it, it's more than just transitory weakness. And my own team, you know, we've stripped out uh, prescription drug prices and cell phone contracts and really the the key culprits this year that are uh, having the fingers pointed at them. Uh, And you still see a very weak inflation profile. You're not going to get the inflation until wages pick up uh, more appreciably. And just uh, the the footnote to Dave's point, uh, with the weak dollar here, we should see some pipeline from dollar weakness into imported goods. uh, And that's a very weak pipeline so far this year. I would have expected, as healthy as the U.S. economy is and as healthy as the global economy, that that dollar weakness would show up first in food prices and then in other imported goods. And it's really not showing up to any meaningful degree. Remind me, Carl, uh, you and the BI team, are they? you guys still anticipating something in December or no? Uh, we do that? think we'll get a hike in December, but we flattened our profile beyond right. that. Uh, we're looking for uh, basically two hikes per year. So we'll say June and December uh, for the next three years. So a much slower arrival to neutral uh, than what the Fed has uh, recently signaled. Dave Wilson, sounds like to me this could be a pretty good backdrop for the equity markets, a continuation of it. Well, it could very well be. I mean, to the extent that things kind of stay where they are. And I'm struck by the announcement out of Target today that they're going up to $11 minimum uh, for their hourly workers and headed for $15 by 2020. So, I mean, we saw Walmart uh, do it and it really didn't affect the inflation picture more broadly. Nonetheless, you you have to wonder, I mean, the extent to which other companies may have to follow Target's lead in order to get the kind of workers they want. And bear in mind, you know, a company said that uh, all those workers being hired for the holidays are going to get the $11 wage. And uh, we're talking about 100,000 people that they're taking on for the holiday shopping season. Wages, Carl. It's a decent uh, tailwind for consumer spending, that's for sure. Interesting to watch. Um, thank you both. Appreciate it much. Carl Riccadonna, our chief U.S. economist at Bloomberg Intelligence, uh, joining us in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. Dave Wilson, our stock setter at Bloomberg News. Dave's going to be along a little bit later on with his stock of the day.